everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Stranger Damies. This is Anthony Del Vecchio, and today I will be the DM for our Halloween one-shot. It's the third one we've done, and we always use the, we usually have fun. Sometimes we don't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a sterling uh, I was told we'll be having fun. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be this very disappointed. For, fun will be had hours. by all. I think that was uh, news to him that we may or may not have fun on this one. <laughs> But we're gonna sign up for no fun. (laughs) We're gonna try and do just that is to have fun. Uh, So usually these I kind of create them on my own. This year with everything going on, kind of got pushed on the back burner. So I wound up pulling from DMs Guild. So I wanted to just give a shout out to the person that wrote this because I didn't write write it. Uh, It's from Jared R K on Dungeon Masters Guild. So we are gonna be running. All Hallows Eve one shots. So shout out to him for writing this. Um, and that's about it. It's probably, hopefully, around three to four hours. I don't want to keep anybody too long. Uh, longer than that. But uh, yeah, so if there is not anything else, Mark, when what's going to be the release schedule for this? Answer me um, that. Just one giant episode? It'll probably be split into two. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just checking the calendar right here. But um. Yeah, because we'll have this one will come out, um, you know, the first half will come out on the 28th, and then I guess the fourth would be the next one. So to end it, because okay. we have we have an episode of Stranger Damies for the 21st. So, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. So this this will come out after Halloween. The second half. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um all right so i guess if there's nothing else anybody want to plug anything <laughs> uh i'm trying i'm stalling just, as much yeah as i was gonna say it sounds like you're stalling for time here stalling for time because i don't want to get into <laughs> i mean we might as well oh, plug wow. life right you want mark you want to plug yeah. extra life yeah so the uh main reason why the second half of this um will be on uh november 4th is because um, we are doing Extra Life, uh, which is a gaming marathon, 24 hours. We raise money for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And the next uh, canon session of Stranger Damies will open that at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're trying. This usually fills the gap between um, the last episode and the Extra Life episode every year. Um, so it just happens that the calendar falls uh, to where the second half will be after Halloween. But... Um, yeah, so we will be at twitch.tv slash pod this year. Um, since we have been doing a lot of streaming over there, uh, over the past, uh, 
year, roughly. I think it was a little after um, Extra Life that we started doing that. Um, so we thought we got a bunch of followers and subscribers over there, so it's a lot easier to funnel them into that. Um, you can go to the website to donate. It's tinyurl.com uh, slash Extra Life, the number five. Um, so just put that in there. You can donate anytime between um, the moment you hear this and December 31st. Um, but like I said, unless if you have some restraint where you can only donate at a certain time, um, if you do plan to donate, I would say to do it on November 7th because we're going to have some, you know, special, you know, rewards and things that can happen on stream if we reach certain milestones um, or maybe even a donate this amount to get us to do something. So um, if you do plan uh, to donate, it might be a lot more fun to do it on that day, but uh, we'll take it whenever. Um, also, if you can't donate, perfectly fine. Um, we know it's been a rough year, uh, but uh, all we ask is that um, you can be there with us in chat if you're able uh, to just, uh, you know, interact and kind of keep us sane uh, through the 24 hours. Um, and then also, if you can just, uh, if you're not able to do either of those things, um, just uh, retweet one of the uh, the, the tweets about it to, to get other people in, sort of signal boost it a little bit. So uh, once again, that's Saturday, November 7th, um, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be doing uh, a full session of Stranger Damies live um, video, all that good stuff. Um, so and it's the thing we've been building towards um, should occur during that session. Um, so <laughs> I say should because I as you've noticed listening to um the podcast these uh sometimes swerves come in and, and things take a little longer than expected so um be sure to be there it'll be fun um yeah yeah i guess see you guys uh about two weeks perfect okay thanks mark and yeah i guess now it's time to start our one shot so get ready to enter the theater of the mind <laughs> as mark would always say okay uh, files music there yeah. <laughs> mm, x files love that yes. theme song oh i'm sorry that's, <laughs> that's that's close. Close. i don't know why i thought of x files that's weird yeah. but right. i corrected it do, 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 do. <laughs> see you are a bard uh, yeah i guess <laughs> you just, hum, just hum sci-fi tv show yes, theme songs <laughs> thank, thank you for giving me that idea right now. So I'll, I'll use that. <laughs> That's what this time is for. Yep. Okay. Hallow's Eve, a somewhat religious, somewhat superstitious holiday for the masses to indulge themselves in frivolous events. However, for those knowledgeable in the old ways, it is a far more fearsome night wrought with terrors lurking within the shadows. Hallow's Eve represents the time of year when the planes of existence begin to overlap, allowing all sorts of discrepancies in time and space. All manner of foreign magic begins to seep between the barriers that would normally separate the astral planes. A bad moor is on the rise. You should watch your step, lest you lose your way, young ones. So, our fearless uh, adventurers, who we will learn their names in just a second, have just come from the King's Main to investigate the story of a possessed metal stagecoach. They are weary, looking to rest. And they just happen upon a town that they've never seen before and doesn't appear on any maps but is bustling town full of people looking to celebrate some sort of event. There are people hanging decorations, children running around dressed in costumes, and 
kept people carrying food to other people in hopes of a it looks like a great feast. So now is the perfect time for everybody to introduce their characters. And I'm going to start with Mark, and then we can just go yeah. around the table of, of sorts. Yeah, so um, I am a uh, snow leopard uh, tabaxi um, wearing uh, just regular little, a little sturdy uh, leather armor over that simple pants. Crossbow on my back, um, scimitar at my side. Um, I stand perfectly straight up, shoulders back, great, you know, uh, posture, um, which uh, looks very similar to how most of the knights in this area, um, in this world, uh, walk around. Um, I am instantly amused um, with all this hustle and bustle um, as I walk around and uh, I turn to um, somebody and and go, ah, hello. Uh, can you tell me what's going on? Um, the great Sir Miller of Ernest is here. Um, how can he help in this celebration? So you're talking to an NPC? Yeah, just a random person on the street. Okay. Uh, so you there's a a woman carrying food to and fro. It's like, well, it's it's all Hallow's Eve, so this is like the time of the year where we just love to celebrate uh, feasts and we get together and you know, it's supposed to be, they say uh, that this is the closest that uh, the, the dead get to walk in our world. So we kind of celebrate that and it's, it's just a great time. Kids dress up in costumes. They go from house to house for treats and stuff like that. And yeah, so welcome to Sleepy Hollow. And uh, I hope you enjoy yourself too. Right. Oh, and I see you have a gr you look like a group of adventurers. I see. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, you and I point to the bird person. Uh, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Drazar. <laughs> I'm an era crocra. I'm a bard. This is a great time of year for me. So many Do people out on the streets. It doesn't seem like it's a great time for you. <laughs> I mean, I could do without the dead people, but okay. you know, well. the, I I make some money here and there playing my loot. Hmm. Okay. Well. I'm sure it's quite lucrative. Uh, you, you seem really depressed. Um, we do have a doctor in town if you need to talk to somebody. His name is Doctor Sleep, and uh, that's a, that sounds like fun. Sleep, sleep's always good. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're gonna have a great time here. <laughs> All right. Well, I really do. Well, have I'm looking get... forward to it. Oh, great, great. Well. You know, this plate of food is really heavy, and I'm I'm really starting to feel a little depressed by talking to you, so if you don't mind, I'm going to be on my way. Sure, that's fine. And you can just see as you walk, your your dour expression really got into that woman's head, and she just kind of walked away with a different uh, air about her than she did coming to her, towards you guys. So, uh, good job right. on that one. <laughs> all Halloween, all Halloween ruined. Bard, shouldn't you have like you playing some kind of instrument or one man band thing or something? What? Why you make that woman sad? <laughs> this is the part I am Pagliacci. 
<laughs> I was gonna say this is the part where Tom tells us he's Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star. <laughs> All right. Anybody else want to introduce themselves? Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead, Jonathan. Okay. So, uh, Anthony, I you gave a lot of um, like background dialogue there, but I think you it's we could have just more easily summed that up with just the sentence, "What a horrible night for a curse." So I'm playing. <laughs> I am playing Sonic Belmont, which is uh, <laughs> what if Sonic was a member of the Belmont family from Castlevania. Okay. Um, and so I'm trying to work. I've been sort of trying to work on my Sonic voice, but I don't think I can really make it annoying or high pitched enough. Dude. So do it. Do it in um, Yeah. So the best that I can do is uh, what a horrible night for a curse. Oh, good. There you go. Yeah, I like. Yeah, chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I am playing. Uh, so Sonic is a um, ranger, monster hunter, um, shifter, of course. So shifter makes me a part like a sort of a werewolf type thing, except obviously not a wolf, a hedgehog. Um, you're a werehog you're, you're yeah. from Sonic <laughs> Unleashed. <laughs> apparently um and uh yeah so i go fast and i have a whip that is covered in flames um and i specialize in defeating undead and fiends all right who's next i'll go next um so i am sandra saracen i am a half elf uh blonde curly haired girl pale skin lots of makeup i'm just wearing Purple and red, I have a corset, red lace, long sleeve shirt, um, and then just several different kinds of fabrics for my skirts. They're very long, um, and I carry a broom with me. Okay. I think, Dan, you're the only one left. Yes. Uh, my name is Lugosi. I am clad in black. I have a black cape that has points at the end. Uh, I'm wearing black leather armor, uh, le uh, black leather boots. I have a pendant around my neck. And I have slicked back hair, and even though it's dark out, I still kind of shimmer in the faint light that's around. Uh, <laughs> and I carry a mace at my side, and that's it. You don't notice too much else about me. I don't smile very much. I'm very... I'm not depressing like the, uh, the bird fellow, <laughs> but I'm very stern. And I am just kind of looking around... No, and I'm, I seem to be pinpointing the young ladies in the in the crowd. Just kind of, you get like <laughs> darting around. Okay, cool. So there's there's our introductions. Uh, so as you walk through this town, that's hustle and bustle. You come across a sort of like a garden within the the, the town center, and for some for whatever reason, you you feel the strange pull of magic coming from this from this garden it's kind of you know it's about maybe 40 by 40 feet it's not too terribly large around but it is like an overgrowth of trees within this this town main street basically and you get just a strange feeling like that you want to approach and enter into the garden so as a group you do and what you come across in there is a series of trees in the center all kind of facing each other and all with a series of doors, one on each one. 
and most of them, most of the doors are are closed uh, with no visible handles or anything like that, except for one that is slightly ajar uh, with a picture of a jack-o'-lantern. The door is shaped like a jack-o'-lantern, and it is ajar. And let me get uh, Lugosi. Give me a perception check. Okay. Twelve. Okay. It's faint, but what you can hear coming from the door is the sound of a a woman's voice, and she's beckoning you to come through the door. I I look around. Does anyone else notice? Uh, Everybody else could give me a perception check, too. I'm using a really heavy dice, sorry. Breaking the table. Yeah. Jen and her metal dice. <laughs> 17 for Sandra. A 5 for Drezar. Um, one second. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't write down all my bonuses for everything. It's uh, 15. Okay. Yeah, so uh, 11 for me. Oh, yeah, what's going on with yours? I don't know, it's double. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I'll nine. Take the first one. Uh, do you have like advantage or disadvantage on anything? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so yeah, you all, more or less, except for Drezar, you all kind of hear this. Drezar is is working on his next uh, sad ballad in his head <laughs> when, he's, when he's trying to hear this. But all yeah. you get a sense that you hear this mm-hmm. this voice calling to you and beckoning you through this door. Such lovely voice. I I must go check it out. Wow, that's the voice you're using. Yep, that's his voice. Yeah, oh. I told you I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Such lovely music. <laughs> much better. So much there better. You go. I will retcon it. <laughs> so what do you guys do? I move over to the uh, the, the voice. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I guess we can crowd around you. <laughs> Children of the night. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, yeah, I, I get. Are you take, talking through the door to that? I'm talking. Right. I'm leaning through, and I'm, hello, hello, <laughs> who's there? I don't and you. you just hear a voice say, "Come through the door." Okay. <laughs> she says, "Come through the door. We should go." This doesn't seem suspicious at all. No, it doesn't. This seems right. like fun. Uh, Sanderson, how how do you say your name again? Sandra. Sandra. Okay, dear Sandra. Yes. Poke your head through the door. Okay. I, oh, that's so I good. Open the door a little bit and stick my head in. And then there be, there comes like a huge, like air suction, and <laughs> Sandra is now through the door. Oh, thank God we got rid of her. <laughs> she, she was starting to get on my nerves. Well, uh, um, we should probably save her. We've been through so many adventures together. Oh my God. <laughs> and as, as you say that, uh, the air starts to pick up even more and it winds up pulling all of you in. And make a dexterity saving throw, everybody. I am going to use... Good thing I made my decks the lowest stat that I have. I am going to use... I rolled a a 20. Thank God I made myself... I rolled a 1. I rolled a 1, so uh, that's uh, 0. I mean, 
you did <laughs> you did willingly fail that save. Like that that is what yep. happened. I just let it happen. I yeah. just want to see where this is well, So so uh Sir Miller, the cat of the group, uh rolls a one. So nice. B, the B, bird, the least, bird rolled a twenty. We're gonna be I best got, friends, Mark. I got a fifteen. Yeah. That makes so, sense since the bird can fly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to so use, going I'm what gonna do you use my cloak of the bat to polymorph into a bat <laughs> so that I can just gently fly down. Aww. Yes. Uh, hey, remember ten minutes ago when um, Dan said that his character, uh, he was absolutely doing nothing with the name Lugosi? <laughs> that was a surprise, guys. Surprise! <laughs> I'm going to say, Dan, give me a strength saving throw to see if you were able to do this before the wind sucked you in. Okie dokie. Probably not. That's a nine. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, nine. Yep. So while you are able to uh, turn into a bat while the wind is sucking you through, uh, it does kind of upend you a little bit as you transform. So everyone that doesn't didn't roll a 15 or higher, you get two points of bludgeoning damage as you come, come through this portal and kind of land harshly on a, a kind of a dirt road. Ow. Oh, hey, guys. I think this was a trap. Really? It's... Wait, where's that woman? <laughs> <laughs> do I? Do we hear her anymore, Ant? Uh, you do not. Hold on, I'm just setting up a map. Ooh, Bring it new, new map, new yeah. map. <laughs> so are this you reminds gonna... me of when I was on a mission with the great Sir Sylvester. Yes, very same thing. We got ah, sucked in right. and uh, landed on the dirt road, and uh, we 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 killed five dragons in that. I'm telling you, we were great. Five dragons. Five dragons. Yes. Whoa. Insight check. <laughs> Mark, I just looked up your name. You're always such a drag. In bad form, I'm doing an insight check. It's seventeen. Insight check. Insight check. Yeah, he's. He's completely making it up. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a bat still, so I'm just... I, yeah, I flutter around right. him. <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. I don't know. Squeak? <laughs> I don't know what bat sounds really are, apparently. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping Tom got the reference for my name. All right. I don't know if this is going to work, but... I got uh, it. <laughs> you got... So... You dance around me, though. I was, I was upset about that. All right, so I don't know. I don't know if the if we set up the the players and tokens the right way, but uh, we're just gonna go through it. Okay. Maybe we'll figure it out when we come back from a break or something. Uh, so, do you guys see at least the map? Yes. Like yes. A, yeah, I see uh, something. But yep. you don't see your your tokens, yeah. right? Correct. Because I didn't get a chance to set up your actual characters. But anyway, uh, so you and this isn't even like accurate in terms of what you're seeing uh so you come through the door and you see essentially a uh what you call a cornfield with it's wrought iron and stone around this it's about 30 by 30 feet and give me a perception check because you were the first one through the door sandra okay Ooh. Ooh. 21. Okay, so you see the it is a courtyard surrounded by corn, surrounded by stone walls, 10 feet high, 
with twisted iron spikes mounted on top. Uh, there's a large stone table with oddly shaped holes in it. And in front of you to the left is a large cast iron gate decorated with twist with, uh, sorry, uh, where I just missed my, lost my place. Decorated with twisted metal faces. To the right of the gate is what appears to be a ramshackle scarecrow wearing a tattered and rather old fashioned looking suit. Scarecrow is a bright orange pumpkin with a gnarly face carved into it for a head. As far as you can tell, it is the dead of night. An unnatural large full moon hangs above your head. Unnatural, so the moon has a giant grin carved across its face. This is not your world. Um, I don't know where we are, but I love it. <laughs> I come I come out of bad form. Okay. This, this ironwork is lovely. <laughs> I gotta find out who did this. Um, I'm gonna try to go over to the scarecrow. Okay. And what are you doing? Um, so you said it had like a old rags and yep. kind of a creepy face to it. Yes. So I want to just kind of, let's see. I want to see if I could touch it. Is it tall enough where I could touch its face? Sure. Okay. I just want to investigate it, see if like its head can come off and like if there's something in there. <laughs> this looks really cool. Okay. Uh, you go up to touch it and as soon as you as you get within like a foot of it with your hand, it kind of, its head snaps in your direction. And it says, well, hello there. Hi. Stop right there, sunshine. Who's been opening my gates? Uh, I haven't opened any gates, well, but maybe gate. one of my friends did. It was open when we got here. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? Well, you're in the uh, hollow grave. Hollow grave. I like yeah, it must that. be that time of year already. And forgive my ghastly manners. So uh, with a kind of a stretch, you hear a bunch of creaking and cracking coming from his body. The sound of like twigs snapping and hay kind of being wrestled. And he kind of lifts his long legs off of his post and kind of steps down. And he takes his hand and he takes his hat off and he welcomes you. And he says, well, my name's William. Welcome to Hollow Grave. And of course, I'm not talking about the gate over there. I'm talking about the gate that brought you here. Because you're not dead, are you? I don't so, think so. I checked, no. <laughs> not currently, Sir Miller says. I am not dead. What, <laughs> what kind of creature are you? <laughs> are you talking to me or that guy that talked to it said he wasn't dead? The, I'm addressing the scarecrow. Well, I'm a scarecrow. I scare crows. So, welcome. I am the uh, the welcoming committee of Hallow Grave, I guess you could call it. Uh, not really uh, very official-like, but I'm the one that kind of uh, makes sure the gates are closed and open when they're supposed to be open. But I guess you guys kind of fell through. Forgive and, me so if I seem a little bit suspicious in this unknown world that we some have stumbled into. <laughs> That was okay. That was the end of your sentence. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me a question. <laughs> are there are there any tracks on the ground? Uh, nothing. Uh, only the ones that you've made. Okay. Any uh, signs? There's no signs or anything. Uh, you. So do a perception check. Okay. Yeah, and as. Uh, Seven. <laughs> he farts. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, Hollow's Grave. I come here every year. It's uh, such a lovely place. 
Do you really? You've never yes, told me before. All the time. We've <gasps> killed uh, we've killed at least six vampires here before. What? Six <laughs> vampires? Yeah. You just broke what? into their house and then killed them? Oh, That's yeah, so yeah. rude. <laughs> I mean, me and Sir Tom are are notorious for just killing vampires. I'm su- surprised you don't know. Jerry has told me all about your exploits. I'm going to be honest with you, this man is a liar. <laughs> Can I roll another insight check? <laughs> what good is Go it ahead. doing you? I don't know. Go ahead. She's uh, trying to ruin his day. Nine. I, would, I would also like to roll an insight check because that's a thing that I'm actually good at. Go ahead. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, you... Um... <laughs> I mean, meta, you probably all know the answer, but um, yeah. yeah, you guys, you're, you're sort of with the uh, confused. You're like, I, I uh, you don't know? You know, I, I say it so confidently that you're not sure if I'm lying. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I can tell you right now, that man is lying. I, I know everybody <laughs> that comes in through these parts. And I've never seen that cat face before. Cat oh, face. Billy. Just, uh, <laughs> but didn't you uh, say he, that he's you like expect- this all the time. He's so fun. <laughs> so fun. Didn't you say you expected that we were dead? What do you mean people <laughs> that come through these parts? No, I expected you, you weren't dead. Mr. Scarecrow, where should we head now? Is there a town, a city? Well, I guess it depends. You guys want to leave this crazy place, or you know, are you just happy to be here? Because you, it, we could end this. We could end this within an hour if you guys just are happy with where you are. I love That's it here. Cool. I don't want to leave. Well, if there's nothing to do, I'd rather get out of here. Excuse oh, me. To do. Excuse me, uh, William. Sure. Sure. What What's that table over there with holes in it? Uh. Perfect question. That's how you get out of here. So, if you look on there, you should have see those holes, as you mentioned, and uh, those are what you uh, need. They're about like gears, sort of, that operate the gate to open back up, the one that you fell through. Oh. So, you need to find those and put them in the right order, and uh, you can get out of here and be on your merry way. Unless you want to stay here, which is perfectly fine. There's a town just, just over yonder. Hmm. There's plenty of places if you want to sleep or eat, do all that kind of stuff. I don't do that stuff because I'm a scarecrow. I don't need any of that. Sometimes I eat a crow or two. Interesting. Easy with the bird jokes, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's very sensitive. Well, I I wasn't joking, but I do not eat aracocra or whatever they call you. But uh, that's good. Yeah. So you need to find those. Can you point us in the direction? I can, actually. It's a fairly good question. So, I can tell you a couple of them. I don't know where all of them are. Uh, one of them, you got to go to the church held by a spirit named, by the name of Agatha. All right? Okay. That's, uh, that's in the town. You should, should be able to see it pretty easily. And the third one is uh, it's held by a grave digger by the name of Oric. Find the cemetery not actually not that far from the church as most cemeteries are, near churches. And then, there is a manor. You probably see it from all the way over here. Any points in the direction, uh, like towards the north or wherever you want to say, uh, of a uh, an old house uh, just on top of the hill. It's like, that's 
you know, that's a tricky place. That's where Elizabeth, where she hangs out, and that's that's who's got the other one. And uh, actually, I'm supposed to have one, but uh, I I don't I don't rightly have uh, any use for it. So I uh, I sold it in town to uh, a man named Skelton. He runs the uh, the shop there, a little shop of horrors, and you could probably buy it off of him. I, I should give you this because I don't actually have any use for it. So he pulls out in, out of his pocket and uh, he gives, uh, let's say Sandra, because she's the closest one, a, uh, a sort of a money pouch. But you open it and you see it's not money, it's candy corn pieces. Ooh, what is this? Well, this is kind of what we have here in terms of currency. There's about uh, 150 candy corn pieces in here. And you should be able to buy... Uh, the first gear off of Skelton in town. Little Shop smart, of Horrors. Smart choice having a currency that will never go bad. <laughs> right? Ah, Billy, old buddy, old pal. Uh, can you uh, can you let me know if that uh, graveyard has any uh, uh, people that look like me buried there? Uh, I don't rightly know. Stop calling me Billy. <laughs> Ah, no, I don't think that graveyard has any idiots in it. Ha <laughs> 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 Good one. And there are <laughs> there are two other there are two other ciphers that you might need to find, but we'll figure out how long this takes you, so maybe they won't need two or four <laughs> other ones. Uh, that's a little meta for you. <laughs> <laughs> I say we go to the graveyard. That sounds positively wonderful. You okay. would. All right, I well. would. <laughs> and I did. And I shall. All right, All right well, if you want to go uh, to the graveyard, just go into town. And uh really shouldn't be that hard to see. No. Uh, yeah, come back here when you think you have all of them. Or within three to four hours-ish. <laughs> <laughs> William, you've been so helpful. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you kindly, ma'am. And uh, yeah, so if you have any questions, feel free to stop off and ask me. I don't know what accent this guy's going to wind up with at the end of this, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's, uh, let's make our way over, right? Yeah, yeah so as we're the, going to town, I guess. As the group's heading into town, uh, Sir Miller turns around and goes, Billy, nice seeing you again! And heads on with the group. And Billy points out a finger, and a bolt of lightning comes <laughs> in and shoots at... Uh, <laughs> shoots at you, so make a dexterity saving throw. Jesus. <laughs> uh, 13. Uh, you take four points of damage. Four. <laughs> I, I get the impression he doesn't like you very much. Uh, 100%, Billy was not supposed to make any attacks, but... <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you know that guy? Uh, he's, that's how he messes around with you. It's a, you know... He only does that to people he likes, and as I'm sort of brushing away the little bit of burnt fur on the side of That's my okay. Body. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. When my sister gets mad at me, she does that to me, too. I think it's out of love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys head to town, I'm assuming. Yeah. So as you enter the town, you see that it's kind of uh, a smattering of different kind of creatures that some you've seen, some you haven't, like walking wolves uh you know kind of elves orcs kind of all living peacefully there's possibly some vampires 
and all that. So Lugosi is uh, definitely in his element. Uh, so Hollow Grave is uh, surrounded is a large cobblestone area. Yeah, it's got a whole bunch of buildings. You kind of see the church off in the distance, as well as the graveyard near there. There's also a little shop of horrors, as he mentioned, as the place where Skelton works. And he's also, there's a bar by the name of Hellraisers was there, as well as a, looks like a, a theater of some sort. And a, even further to, away from the, um, away from the main street, there seems to be smaller low income housing. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, anybody, really. I just want to get this one out here because I was really proud of this. Okay. <laughs> I'll roll. Uh, I have no bonus, so this should be fun. Oh, nice. 19. Nice. Miller so you... rolled a 15. <laughs> so Nine. you see in the distance a sign for the uh, low income housing that just says the Blair Witch Housing Projects. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like it's going to go well. <laughs> uh, and then you see. So, Frog. With that perception check, you also see I, one of the main things in the main center of town is a gallows, which is currently not being used except for there is a woman chained to the gallows. She's not being held by a... She's not being, like, held by her neck in terms of in the ropes, but I am stalling for time as I pick this map. As you can see, <laughs> she is held um, chained to it, and she catches your eye. She says, help! You gotta help me. My dear, what are you doing up there? My, my name is Eve. Please save me. I don't belong here. Uh, insight check. <laughs> That's gonna be his calling card. <laughs> yeah. Insight check. In Roll insight, insight check. check. <laughs> Can I, may I? DM? Go ahead. Yes. Uh, ten. <laughs> Uh, so I, have a, I have a good pl I have a good uh, modifier too when I keep rolling like shit. Okay. So she seems like she doesn't think that she belongs there. Um but you don't really get much insight otherwise. She's at least you think she's telling you the truth. She's uh uh with the roll a perception check as you get closer to her too. Right. Dan. Sure, sure. 13. Uh, she doesn't seem like she's somebody that would, you know, be locked up. Pretty elven woman, about 13, 300 years old. So, uh, from that, you kind of believe her, I would say. Okay. And, mm, Sandra, give me, actually, you know, Sonic, give me an investigation check. Sure. Not actually trained in investigation. Okay. Uh, you can see that she's chained, but her her restraints aren't something you've ever seen before. I see. Um, those restraints look unusual. How do we let you down? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think there's a key, but I don't know who has it. Ugh, so many objects we have to fetch. <laughs> My dear, what did you do to be? in such a precarious situation. Uh, I really have no idea why I'm being held here. I, mm. I know people have tried to help me in the past, but uh, they've failed. That, that's not a good sign. 
Have you met William? He was very helpful. Uh, I I don't know a William. Uh, but I've been put here. The mayor, Lord Lichtenstein, he's put me here, and and that, that's all I know. Oh, well, Sir Miller, you know everyone here, right? Do you know her? Ah. Uh. I, I haven't seen her before, uh, but there's always different people in there. It's sort of like they put a new person in there and go, ooh, who's the person in the gallows this time? And uh, oh. I guess she's this year's. Uh, I've awesome. been here for a very long time. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that they, they hire some great this. actors every year. He's just making a joke. It's just some gallows humor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I look around, Do, are there any guards or, uh, just anyone of authority around? That uh, may, I don't know. None that you could see. There's, there's plenty of traffic on, on this street and I don't, no one oh. seems to be paying her any minds, but there's nothing in, in sort of like an authority figure. Okay. Uh, well, I, I wish I had something to help you with, but. What do you say, friends? Should we help her out, or should we stick to the task at hand? I think we should help her. She's very pretty. I'm always up for helping a damsel in distress. Ugh. <laughs> All right. the, the only thing I could tell you is is Lord Lichtenstein is probably who you can talk to. And she kind of gestures with her head, uh, and you look to your left, and you see a a tower that looks like a what would be like a lighthouse but it's obviously not against water so just kind of looks like a tower that kind of tapers off to the top that's where he that's where he lives uh lord lichtenstein you okay. might be able to get some information from him i'm not going anywhere right now obviously <laughs> um if you wanted to do other things you all know. right we'll we'll be back yeah uh, let's don't you worry I'll be here. <laughs> you got you guys got any reading material? You know, it's kind of been here a while. I got this mixtape. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> uh, what kind of music is it? Uh, it's folk rock, uh, emo. Ah, uh, you know what? I I don't have anything to play it on. I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Maybe when I'm free, I'll I'll take it and I'll listen to it at home. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <Nighttime>. <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to head to where you guys mentioned the cemetery? Did you want to head to the cemetery first, or what do you want to do? Like I said, there's there's a bar, there's skeletons, and you know, there's places to rest. There's a an inn called a Quiet Place. Um, nice. Uh, there is a, a store called Lovecrafts, which uh, no one's mentioned before, uh, but there's also a sign that reads, uh, want a restful night's sleep, come to the cabin in the woods. Um, That's always fun. <laughs> uh, I say we go to the graveyard. Okay. okay. Let's at least grab one thing <laughs> that we set out to do. <laughs> go on a shopping spree and just screw the story. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Just... Okay. Uh, on the southeastern outskirts of Hall Hollow Grave lies the local cemetery. It's cold and dark, listed with graves. Uh, so you walk in, 
you see, uh, you know, your standard cemetery. I think I do have a map for this, so I'm going to pull that up. Uh, once again, these aren't uh, exact because all I had were uh, hand-drawn stuff. But uh, you come in through this gate. And you see it's like any other cemetery you would expect. There are old graves. Look like look like this, this has been there for thousands of years. Uh, this, everything is surrounded by stone fence. Uh and if you who haven't I asked in a while? Uh what's Tom, what's your your character's Dra- name? Drazar. Drazar. Okay. Uh give me a perception check. And did you change to a new map? I did. Uh, One. Make sure you drag the player sash over. Yeah, that that didn't work the last time. Did you, were you guys on the last one? No, I wasn't. Williamsfield. Yeah, so like if I do that, oh, nobody I, pops there up. There we go. I see oh, it. Yeah. You guys are oh oh, so you can see it, but your characters aren't yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got a one weird. Boy. <laughs> All right, uh, Sandra, give me a perception check. <laughs> okay. I should just ask two players, so at least somebody would get it. Yeah, just a heads up for future. I have a zero plus on my perception check, so That's it's not going to go very well. Then don't, <laughs> then don't do it. <laughs> So, so I rolled a six, but my passive perception is a thirteen. Just saying. Oh, perfectly, it comes in this, into play all of a sudden for no reason. Uh, you you hear the faint sounds of uh, work being done, sort of like you more more than hearing anything. You feel the the vibrations of what you expect to be uh, some sort of grave being dug and well you guys did so shitty on boulder rolls <laughs> um oh <laughs> but you do happen to see a light coming about uh, about 100 feet away in the back of the um in the back of the cemetery okay i think maybe whoever we're looking light. for is yeah let's go over there okay so you head towards the light yeah. um Okay, you get within fifty feet of what you where you think the light is coming, and then you see it. It's a hulking uh, creature that you've kind of never seen before. It's humanoid, but it's it's sort of like an orc, but not quite an orc. And he's enormous, and he's uh, he's got like a no shirt, but he's got like overalls with one of the one of the straps not done, and he's been digging. And he, as you get fifty feet away from him, he senses you somehow because he he has his back towards you and he stops everything he's doing and he turns right around and sees you he's chubby grotesque and essentially just gross Um, (laughs) what he has in his hand is some sort of drill that he's been using uh you you would you expected a, a a shovel but he has like this some sort of magical drill that he's just cutting the earth through uh, ridiculously easy. It's just making no effort whatsoever. Hey, old friend, we're looking for the cog to some infernal machine. Do you know where we could find that in this cemetery? And he says, Dead bodies don't walk. Oh, Stop no. walking and get in your grave. Oh. Uh... <laughs> You're not dead? Um, what um... gives you that impression? Mickey will be angry with me if the dead bodies escape again. <laughs> you take no shiny from me. I make you not move ever again. Dear God. 
Uh, this isn't uh, frightening so at all. From here, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, hey! hey. <laughs> okay. That was very good, Anthony. That was great. <laughs> and that wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Mine was good. Sandra rolled a uh, eight. Sonic, 16. Drazar, 17. Uh, 20. Mark, why, why is everything rolling twice for you? I only see it once here. Oh, um, it's doing the advantage thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first number is the original roll. The second would be advantage. Quickly, Mark, what did you roll? 20. 20. Tom, what did you roll? 17. 17. Uh, John? 16. 16. Dan and Jen? I rolled an 8. I rolled a 17. 17. And Auric. Let's see. Let's have him roll. 35. <laughs> it's an 11. So... Up first is... Uh, what is your character's name, Mark, again? Uh, Sir Miller. Sir Miller. Okay. You go first. Uh, you are, at this point, you're 50 feet away from him. Okay. Um, so, I take a... I go about... Um, what is the range? Um, I go about uh, 20 feet backwards behind there, and I pull out my crossbow and kind of point it uh, towards him and take a shot for my first attack with my crossbow. Okay. Uh, that is uh, 27. That hits. Hit. Okay. And so nine points of damage. Okay. And uh, after after that one goes, you hear me take a real deep breath. Of, <sighs> and then I shoot again okay. with my crossbow. And it's 22. Hits. And that's 11 points of damage. All right. And then and then I just kind of just take a deep breaths and sort of, uh, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> muttering to myself. You, you all right there? <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, who's next? Uh, Dan or Tom? Who's Dex is better. Who's got a plus in the Dex? Uh, Dex. I have a plus three. Uh, Tom, plus six. Oh, oh so Tom goes wow. first. Go yeah, for yeah. it. All right, where the hell am I on this board? How close are we to... 50 feet. Okay. Because he turned around and saw you guys as soon as he got within 50 feet. Um, Hang on. I just need to figure out my movement speed. I'm a bird, so it may be... Maybe I'm for bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> Just fly away. It's uh, true, could. I, I didn't know your mom was here, Lugosi. Yeah. Seriously, where the hell is my movement? Takes it. <laughs> yeah. 25 feet. Okay. Why is my movement speed so slow? That's weird. Because they probably you have fly. You can fly. Yeah, you can yeah. fly for like 30 at least. I feel like it's 60, but it's Mark, can you 30. move that? Yes. Uh, no. You can't move this? Okay. Oh, flying is 50 feet. Yeah, do that. Awesome. 
So I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to go 50 feet right up know. next to him. Once the yeah, thing's there, I'll just end up next to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to use my rapier. 23 to hit. Hits. 7 piercing damage. All right, so you uh, take your rapier, and yeah, but he's very, he's he's very soft, so it goes right through like like meringue. But uh, he doesn't really he doesn't really seem like he's affected by it. He might not even notice that that that's happened. Very squishy, very squishy. Mm-hmm. Um, next is Dan. Okay, so Legosi. First, I am going to imbue my mace. With my fire maledict. Okay. So I'm, I actually take... I think I take damage doing that, but... Uh, but I have to... Start. Yeah, I know. That's the whole thing with the blood hunter. You, you take damage when you go to imbue it with something special. Uh, oh, of course, that's six points of damage. That's good. Right, so I'm going to do that. All right. Now... So now I get to do... Let's see. Right, I'm going to go up to the creature... And I'm going to take... You have 50 feet of movement? I have 30 feet. Mm. So I can't get that far. That was useful. Mm. All right. So, um, yeah, I'll use my 30 feet to get as close as I can. And am I with... I'm within 30 feet of him now, right? You should be 20 feet away, I think. 20 feet, yep. I'm going to invoke Blood Curse of Bloated Agony on him. Oh. What does that do? Uh, It's not great for him. It makes so, him really gassy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be even more disgusting. Now. <laughs> um, for the duration of the curse, the creature has disadvantage on strength and dexterity ability checks and takes 1d8 necrotic damage if it makes m- more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. Okay, so if it does two attacks, it takes 1d8 damage? Is that what? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it swells up for the duration of the spell. So it's he's all swollen now. Yeah. Okay. So he, he starts to swell like he's getting all bloated. Like all right. So yeah. it looks like he's ta- retaining water. Yeah. He just, uh, <laughs> if he didn't look all balloon-like already, he's now really like really pudgy fingers and uh, really pudgy stomach, and his legs look like he he really can't walk. He's gonna get chub rub definitely. Looks like he's about to burst. (laughs) Turning violet, violet. (laughs) Yeah, that's 100% what's happening. Okay. Uh, Next, I believe, is Jonathan. Yep, 16. Yeah, so... um, Tom, did you move... Are you, like, standing next to the the guy? Yes. Yeah, I had to get right next to him. Okay. Um... How far away am I? Because I'm not on the map yet. Uh, everybody was 50 feet. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm going to use my bonus action to mark this person as my um, Slayer's Prey, which means that I get one d an extra 1d6 damage on my first hit. Um, then I'm going to move 40 feet, which is my speed, because I am fast. And then attack with my whip, which has a 10-foot range, because uh, it has reach. Okay. And um, 
the well no I think I have to use my bonus action to activate the flames on my whip instead of doing the Slayer's Prey thing so um I yeah move me within 10 feet and then I'll roll both of my attacks and um All right, so the first one is a 14, second is a 19. Uh, both hit. Cool. So, first hit is 11 damage, second is... Oh, wait. Ignore those damage values. Okay. I can do this correctly. So, 17 and 13. And, um, the... 2d6 part of that is fire damage if it matters. Mm, does not. Okay. Um, die, monster. Was um, it? Was any of that bludgeoning? No. Slashing oh. damage. Okay, just good to know. Alright. Um, I believe it is his turn. And so Auric... You take, he's kind of taking like this like a punching bag and he's just kind of taking it and not really even acknowledging that he's being hit because he's Ooh, dumb actually, close. there's another four points of damage. I forgot. I've got a thing. Okay. All right. So, uh, again, he... So he starts to take his crank and he winds it up and he charges in a straight line in his full movement. So he's going to go... He's got 30 feet of movement, so he's just going to go... Uh, let's see. No, move that out of the way. So he's going to go this way. And he's going to hit all three of you. I do if get he, an opportunity yeah. attack, because he's moving okay. out of my threatened area. Okay. That's fine. Um, so, everyone must make a DC 15... Dex? Dexterity. Yep. God, well, why didn't I put anything into Dex? <laughs> Ooh. I rolled an 11. I rolled a 10. You'd think with a plus 6 in Dex it would help, but nope, nope. You're saving it for it. when it's most important. Uh, 18 for Lugosi. Okay. So, uh, then, on a fail, so everybody that's saved, uh, you don't take any damage. You jump out of the way and uh, everybody that did takes seven points of damage and is knocked prone. So everybody that is not fit. So who failed? Me. <laughs> Me. And yeah, so you guys are now knocked prone. So that is the end of the turn. Take seven points of damage. And then my, it is my attack of opportunity. Yeah, take a 19 it. to hit. That hits. And then um, it did 19 points of damage. Jesus. Good lord. Damn. Okay. Hey, where are you going, pal? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, it, uh, Sandra's turn. Okay, um, so I'm going to use half of my movement to stand up. Yep. Um, so this is up to you, Ant, how you want to do this. I have a broom of flying, so I would like to get on the broom after seeing how I could clearly not get out of his way on the ground. I'd like to fly up into the air with it. Okay. Um, do you want that to be my action, or is that could it be a bonus action? It doesn't really say. Um, 
how far are you going? Um, let's see. It doesn't really, I don't think there's a limit. So I'll just go like 20 feet in the air. Okay, I'll, I'll say that's your bonus action. How about that? Okay. So then as my action, I will cast Blindness Deafness on Mr. Pudge. Okay. So he has to make, uh, let's see, a constitution saving throw of a 14. And if mm -hmm. he fails, I'll tell you. I haven't decided if he's blind. I, I'll make him blind if he fails. Okay. Uh, it's DC of what? Constitution 14. He rolled a natural 20. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I guess it's the top of the round is Sir Ernest or whatever your name is. <laughs> Sir Miller. <laughs> Sir Miller of Ernest. Okay. Just measuring something. Oh, okay. So um, I'm first going to, is this like um, like some type of house or something that I can hide behind the red uh, thing down here? Assume it, this isn't accurate. Assume it's just a graveyard. Okay, so this thing isn't anything. Okay. I'll say it's a mausoleum. If you want okay. half cover, I'll give you half cover. Yeah. yeah, no, so he's gonna move over and go against the wall there and just sort of take a few deep breaths and I'm gonna use a, um, a bonus action. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll paint something on here, but, and I'm gonna uh, manifest uh, my echo um, to this spot right here. And you guys see um, uh, the all of a sudden this um, like black shadowy um, outline of a figure um, comes there, and it has the same exact equipment as me um, with a uh, you know a crossbow. Everything that I have looks exactly same size, same height as me, um, except he is a uh, human. And not a tabaxi, um, so he is uh, standing there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use take my attacks from that position there, both of them. So. Okay. Is that that's your that's your turn? No, that's my my bonus action is to put that there, and my actions is to shoot with crossbows from that position. Okay. Uh, so thirteen misses, and you, uh, Sir Miller takes a deep breath and then shoots another shot shoots out of it uh 30 to hit no it doesn't hit <laughs> <laughs> uh six points of damage okay and then the shadowy figure just stays there all righty and then i believe it is drazar's turn that's okay. a great name by the way tom thanks <laughs> I, I don't know i i'm just kind of Threw some leather like together. Sounded good. It does. Uh, let's see. I am going to. God damn it! Uh, I'm just going to attack. I'm gonna move up to him again. Now I should have advantage right now. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So I'll use the rapier again. Eight, I'm guessing, does not hit. Does not hit. So I'll take another swing. Twenty-one to hit. Uh, 
So you're you're first you're swinging with the rapier and then the dagger of venom. Oh shit! I hit the wrong thing. But yeah, dagger of venom that works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, twenty-one hits. Yep. Uh, so it's five piercing damage and six poison damage. So it's a DC fifteen save. Okay. And what does he do? Take half if. Hold on a second. Oh. He has disadvantage uh, on deck saves, by the way. Is that what it is, Tom? It's a dex save? Um, Constitution save. Oh, okay. He does not. If, have... if if it's 15 or over, it negates it all together. Okay. Uh, he rolled an 11. So, 6 poison damage. 6 poison damage. Okay. Was that 11 and 6? No, 11 total. 11 total. Oh, okay. Well, you all... Okay. Oh, that's a bad roll. What's that? <laughs> I thought surely that's wrong, but no, he he just rolled very bad on this damage. Oh. Listen, listen, the computer <laughs> rolled real bad. It's not me. I'm not wrong with anything. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on the computer. Uh, yeah. So he takes this this dagger of venom, and uh, he's looking bad. He's you're also he's also poisoned for one minute. Okay, and what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I've never used poison I, I stuff think, before. Um, it's it gives you disadvantage on like some saves and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, what are we gonna use for poison? Uh, I like this. So he's poisoned. Uh, and he's looking rough. He's he's kind of uh, beside himself. He's disoriented, kind of walking around in a circle, trying to like swing at the air, everything like that. And I believe that is Lugosi's turn. Next. Yes. I will approach the creature and strike it with my mace. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's a seven. Miss. Yeah. So, so he's walking around and you try to hit him, but he, he takes an unexpected kind of cut to the right, even though he really doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, I guess you, you have advantage. It's even worse. No, no, it's not. It, it's a nine. That also doesn't hit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm going to switch dice here. I'm going to take another swing. Okay. Ooh, much better. That's a 22. All right. Roll to see if you crit. Okay. Oh. Uh, no, that is a 17. So I'll take Good. the 19. 22, 22 hits. Okay, cool. So that's... Five points of damage. All right. Well, he's he get he takes that mace and he's down on one knee. And he's like, <laughs> he's kind of like swinging at the air. Can't see because there's blood all in his eyes, but he's still alive. How many points was that? Three. Uh, five points. Five points damage. All right, and now it's uh, Sonic's turn. All right, so I'm going to move within 10 feet. Um, and then I'm going to use my bonus action for Slayer's Prey, which gives me an additional d6 damage on my first hit. And then I'm going to attack twice. So first okay. attack is a total of 23. Second is 17. All right, just um, give me the damage on the first one. Oh, gee. Oh, man, I wonder what that means. 
18 damage on the first hit. Jesus Christ, I shouldn't have given you uh, carte blanche to do anything you wanted. <laughs> this is a very basic... I am using a, di a weapon that does 1d4 damage by itself. Wow. And then the flame tongue just adds 2d6. It's not that crazy. I didn't want to, what does that look like? I guess it's uh... uh... nice. Oh, the question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a Castlevania character. So I um, smack him with the whip, and then he just like suddenly bursts into flame and turns into dust, right? Hearts nice. pop out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hearts pop out, and they... <laughs> okay, um, so you, you take a swing with that uh, with that whip, and it uh, he becomes ash, and not, uh, not uh, hearts, but he explodes into ash and candy corn, and uh, what you're looking for, the cipher. Okay. Wait, uh, isn't candy corn the currency here? It um, is... Yeah, that candy corn is people. I was just say soiling green is people. <laughs> Sandra's gonna right. land slowly from her broom, and then I guess we could scoop it into the pouch. Take his blood. <laughs> his life essence. <laughs> we can use it to buy things. Okay. Shiny. You have. You now have ninety-five candy corn pieces. And we have well. one fifty to start, right? Yep. I'm keeping a total just in case. Good. <laughs> you also uh, picked up Oryx Ghost Lamp. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. Is it a ghost of a lamp? Uh, <laughs> or does it ghost live in the lamp? I am pulling up. It's so Oryx Ghost Lamp, slightly dirty filled headlamp. Comes with an adjustable elastic strap that fits any head or helmet. Small magic lantern that is attached to the front can be lit, inducing a 20-foot green light. This is mighty useful for people who need both of their hands in the dark. So it's a green lantern. Yes. There you I go. Cannot, I will not put that on my head. My head is have, too nice. <laughs> I can already see in the dark. Hedgehogs have excellent vision. <laughs> That's definitely what they're known for. He also he has also dropped his drill, but it's far too heavy for any of you to pick it up. Uh, Anybody um, want to investigate the uh, the cog? Man, man, it would be great if we had a giant half orc with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll take the lamp. I'll investigate the cog. Okay, roll me a perception or investigation. Investigation. Ooh, uh, that is a nineteen. Okay, uh, it's. You know, kind of exactly how uh, William described it. it. Looks like a, a gear, but it does have etched into it the letter O on it. Can I can I fashion the the lamp like a fanny pack? <laughs> well, it's like a headlamp, oh, so it's okay. so it's going to be you, a giant you, light com coming out like of like a miner's thought. helmet sort gotcha. of. Gotcha. All right, uh, but I mean, you could put it over around your waist if you if you feel like it. It'll just uh, kind of like hanging off your belt. Yeah, that's weird looking. Uh, All right, yeah, I'll put it on my head. The hell with it. So now I you have a headlamp. Just once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have killed Oric the Grave Digger. Yay! Right, so <laughs> so let's I think us... he already dug a grave for himself. <laughs> High five. <laughs> so what do you guys uh, want to uh, do? 
so uh, Sir Miller's echo disappears, um, but he is still leaning up against the mausoleum, breathing heavily. Sir Miller, yeah. what's wrong with you? Oh, oh. You is should get more exercise. He's defeated, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Great job, everyone. Great job. We did you awesome. Know, you know, for a cat person, you are very, very uh, out of shape. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly in shape. It's just, uh, we did great. Thumbs up. Yay! You should get into running. Are you, are you hurt? Do you need <laughs> no, healing? No, no, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. It's good. Great battle. Battles are always awesome. I love, I love fighting. I feel like you've never fought before. <laughs> Don't fight all the time. Uh, you um, know, aren't you a knight man? All the time. Yep, yep. Knight first class. So, yeah. Uh, Sandra. Yes? I could use some of that healing that you speak of. Okay. Uh, I will cast Healing Word at a level one, because you bore me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. You. <laughs> Is this as your husband or as the character? However you want to take that. I'm just kidding. You get four hit points back. One hit point. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm not going to do all Thank of that. Thank you. Please don't. Thank you. Can You're everybody welcome. move? Can everybody move their tokens now? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And let's just make sure that they... We're all just moving around like a bunch of idiots. Well, Sandra's dancing in a circle. I'm hovering. Let's see. I'm assuming everybody's gonna get. I'm just gonna try this. No. Nice. All right. So what are you guys doing? Uh, you're, <laughs> technically, you're still in the graveyard. So. Okay. I'm still dancing. Uh, do you think we should go rescue that fine young elvish woman? Do we sure. have keys to get her out? I was thinking we have all this candy corn. Maybe we could bribe, said Lichtenstein. Well, we have to use some of it to buy the missing gear, as William said. That's true. But we can use the rest. Maybe we could kill him. Maybe. Oh. All this death bombing me out. You knew what you signed up for, (laughs) Birdman. (laughs) My name's Drezar, dude. Come on. It's harder to say Drezar in this accent. (laughs) You say it so well. (laughs) I guess let's head back to town. Are there, uh, real quick, are there any, I just want to do a quick inspection of the graves. Is there any, anything maybe freshly dug or anything worth looting? Um, give me a perception check. Sure. Uh, what you ten. know, mo- most of most of the uh, graves have been there for quite a while. You do see some fresh dirt, a uh, few headstones down, but nothing super major. I mean, if you want to go grave robbing, there there's plenty of them to do. But there is What's... like two two or three in the full thing that uh, looks looks fresh. You know, Orc, Orc is a uh, a very busy grave digger, or was. What do you say, gang? Let's spend the next three hours digging up graves. Let's, uh, that let's not. Difficult. <laughs> no, uh, you should respect the dead. <laughs> Remember, kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go back to the. Uh, to town. The town, if that's okay with everyone else. 
Yeah. Yes. Sir Miller is just in the back, silent, as he walks out. I feel so bad for you. We have two characters that are just so, like, huge <laughs> downers. Sandra, he's not Sandra a, he's not really a downer, likes he's just Sir a liar. Yeah. No, well, Sandra that, likes him. That, that makes me kind of sad that he's lying to us. <laughs> you don't know, I mean... Oh, I know. My you first don't know why he's lying first, yet. That's true. Sandra's gonna walk, um, I guess, in front of Sir Miller, but keep turning around and, like, making faces and trying to make him laugh and, like, poking at him and dancing around him. And, you know, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you see him just slowly, like, composing himself back there. Okay. And just sort of rubbing hands on his legs as he's walking, like, sort of, okay, okay, you know, <laughs> as he walks along. You can along. do this. You can do this. <laughs> And as you as you walk back into town, you see Eve again, who's st- still in her same spot. I was like, oh, came from the cemetery, huh? That was pretty quick. Yeah. We killed him. <laughs> Don't go around telling people we just murdered someone. Oh, sorry. We did nothing wrong. I mean, he started it. He did. All right. Well, okay. I'll just be here. Okay, right. bye. We'll be back. Bye. Bye. So where are you guys <laughs> headed? Uh, Lichtenstein's. All right. Sure. All right, let's go see the... To the tower. The two, the duke, is he a duke? He's or, mayor. He's the mayor. mayor. All right, let's go see the mayor. All right, so uh, as, mayor. You, uh, as you head towards the... Uh, let's see, you guys are doing this out of order. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so make your way to the base of the tower. Uh, you see that it's surrounded by another stone wall. Twisted sure metal spikes on top. Class. Maybe, maybe not. It's too long now. Um, <laughs> at the front, uh, you come across uh, two tall pillars with a rusty metal gateway between them. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, Lagosi. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, good enough. Uh, hanging from the gate are uh, two skeletons chained there until death, it would seem. The right-hand pillar appears to have a small box about head height with a skeletal hand sticking out of it. Hmm. So otherwise, what, what, otherwise there's no, it doesn't seem to be any other way to open the gate. So one on each side. Uh, to the, so there's two two skeletons okay. chained there. To, yeah, so like on the left door and on the right door, there are a skeleton chained there each. But to the right-hand side, there's a pillar and there's a small box about the side up about the height of your head with uh, a skeletal hand sticking out of it. Okay. Uh, can I... Uh, does anyone know how to check for traps here? I feel like this could be trapped. No. I could detect really. magic. I always just run out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> See if there's any magic, if you don't mind, okay. my young lady. Okay. I cast detect magic. Okay. Uh, so sure enough, uh, the the skeleton hand and the box it, it is in uh, is lights up, and you can tell that it is magical. <gasps> it's magic. Oh, that is usually not a good thing. It's beautiful. Can you disable it? No. I don't think I can either. <laughs> can anyone disable this? Well. Uh. No. <laughs> I so I have a set of thieves tools. I don't know if that could like if I could just I don't know. Do you want to try to 
deactivate said. Sure, I can just go up to it and start jamming the tools into it and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> give sounds like me, a great idea. Give me a dexterity check. Oh, god damn it. All right. Got this, I got this. Ooh, pretty okay. good. Uh, 14. Ooh, not good. You have a minus. Yes. <laughs> minus one. That was my lowest stat, and I put it there. Okay, so you start fiddling around with it. You're kind of just jamming things into this boxing, whatever would happen. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the the skeleton hand falls, and the chain that it was connected to also falls on the ground. I it, still light, it. it still lights so up with, uh, with magic. Oh, I'm so sorry. Does anything happen with the gate? Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh... I just knock on the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Uh, give me uh, an investigation check, uh, Sonic. Um, yeah. Sorry. This is... Right, a total of three. <laughs> I already told you how I feel about traps. So, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, with, assuming... with a three, with a three, you you're thinking about chili dogs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, just a question. This is a, obviously a gate we can see the other side of, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I walk up and I, uh, Sir Miller takes a deep breath, puts his hand on um, uh, the ghosty's shoulder, and then um, you see the um, echo appear on the other side of the gate. Um, and I have transferred my consciousness into the Echo, um, and I look to see if there's a lock on the other side to just unlock and open the gate. Okay. Check. You look to the left side, and you see an identical box with a, ha a skeletal hand hanging from it. Okay. Uh, so I just reach down, and I grab the hand. You pull it, and yeah. after a couple of moments, the gates open inward. Yes. So, so to say, so essentially, Sandra disabled the the, the unlocking mechanism. <laughs> she broke the lock. Can I just can I take the, just... the hand off the ground and, and put it like in my pouch? Sure. Okay, it's mine now. Very <laughs> good. Yeah, you can never you can never be too careful with uh, um, Anthony DMing. So so yeah, while I'm doing this, just um. Whoever wants to just roll perception check, um, okay. because of the echo. I'll do it. Oh, oh shit. Boo. Uh, four. Four. Right, you just see a, you know, this looks like a shadowy figure that's sort of outlined in my height and shape, but you don't notice anything particular about it. Okay. All right, so I'm assuming you approach the tower. Uh, the tower is wide at the bottom as it get and it gets smaller on the way up. You can see that there is lights shining. Not like not like a light high spot, more like there's lights on at the top. Um, you get to the front door, which is kind of he heavy looking, kind of uh, rotting wooden doors. But as you get about ten feet close to them, they slowly creak open inwards uh, without touching them. Before we go inside, I'm going to touch um, Sir Miller's shoulder and I'm going to cast Guidance because he just seems really 
you know, just nervous. In need so, of guidance. Yes. So um, you can add a D4. Roll a D4 and add the number to one rolled ability check. Okay. All right. And I sort of, it feels like, I, as you do it, it feels like uh, like a chill. Like I sort of go, oh, oh okay, yeah. So. Uh, Did that help a little bit? Yeah. So we heading inside or what are we doing? I yeah. would like to go inside. This seems like an ominous sign, but I think we should investigate. <laughs> uh, I, I switch on the, the headlamp. <laughs> like, oh, it's in my eye. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So you guys are walking in? Sure. Yep. All right. Give me a perception check. All of us? Or... Yep. Everybody. Everybody? Everybody in the club. You're in the front, because you have that lamp. Oh my Please god. Please don't have me roll perception anymore. <laughs> roll the one. Five. Uh, Seven. Uh, 22 for Sir Miller. 17. <laughs> okay, so anybody 15 and over. Uh, so everybody everybody walks in, they see uh, the bottom looks to be like some sort of living quarters. There's a living room, kind of like kind of small kind of living space where there's a bookcase, a couple of chairs. There seems to be like a kitchen, small kitchenette there. Um, but it's like a circular room. And anybody 15 and over, you see that there are, uh, there's behind towards the back of this circular room, there is what looks to be like an elevator. There's also a set of stairs that go up and around all the way up to the top. And yeah, that's all you see. Okay. Uh, uh, Sir, Sir Miller um, turns around and goes, Birdman, uh, why don't you check out the elevator for us? Um, Okay. Where is it? It's right there. And then I point ahead to where the elevator is located. Yeah. Mm, Kind of like the opposite side of the circular room that you walk through. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't really have a map for this, so. Okay. So I go and check out the elevator. Okay, give me an investigation. I guess I'll check. do investigation because I'm actually good at investigation, <laughs> supposedly. Yeah, eight. That's about <laughs> as good as I get. I have a I have a plus six investigation. What the hell? <laughs> um, looks like your standard kind of elevator with a pulley system. Uh, it's you know it seems like it's as old as the as the tower is, so it's a little rusty. Cage looks like it's a, it's enough to fit everybody. But, uh, you know, whether or not it's it's worked recently is not something that you can really glean. Okay, so I'll head back and tell everyone, hey guys, uh, it's an elevator. Looks, <laughs> looks good. Good job, man. Thanks. And I give a thumbs up. <laughs> and uh, I kind of... You try to figure out which feather is a thumb. (laughs) (laughs) Can I quick, can I just inspect the stairs, see if there's anything off about it? Sure. Uh, Give me an investigation. Oh my dear God. Eight. (laughs) This is terrible. We're the best. Uh, It's it's stone stairs. Go all the way up circularly. Uh, What you can tell from them is that it, they're steep. But from that, you don't really glean anything more than just the. If you're not careful, you can trip. Okay. There's many, no there's no handrail or anything like that. 
Ooh, happy fun slide. I will be avoiding those. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many? How many people does it look like the elevator can take? It looks like it could fit all of you, maybe plus one or two more. Okay. I feel like that would be the best way to go, but they would know that. Can I just um, shout, hello, and see if it echoes? Sure. You shout up, and sure enough, uh, it shout, It kind of goes all the way up. You hear it bouncing off all the stone walls over and over again. But nice. uh, nothing else happens. You guys should try that. It's really fun. Hello. hello, hello. For some reason, it doesn't echo when he does it. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> you did it wrong. Wait Hello? A no, Brad. Drazar <laughs> um, does it, and he says hello very sadly, and mm-hmm. everybody kind of takes a point of psychic damage because they're all <laughs> kind of a little more depressed than they were before. <laughs> what happens if I play my loot into there? Does it echo? Do I get a nice reverb? Try it. Acoustics. I strum a couple chords of my lute, and I... Uh, just to what hear what it sounds like. Do you just strum it? Uh, yeah, I start playing a couple chords to that sound like uh, Oasis or something. <laughs> nice. I yell, I yell across, and I swear I had this joke before you said that. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna yell across, go, ah, is that Wonder World again? <laughs> you nailed it. So you play yeah. the first few strums of Wonderwall, and it comes back sounding like. Uh, uh, <laughs> What's the word? Oh man, I totally blanked on uh, level terrace apart instead. <laughs> oh no, that's not good. Something weird is going on. Should we take the elevator? Yes, because I will fall down all of those stairs. It's actually called a lift where I'm from. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the elevator. <laughs> Skipping right. to the elevator. All right. Is that a button or... A button? It's a pulley system, right, you said? So, uh, do a perception check. Oh my god. Uh, eight. (laughs) You want another dice? Okay, so there is a, uh, there is a kind of a pull, uh, a a crank that you could pit, you, so it's only, it looks like it's only two floors, the the first floor and then what they, the penthouse of sorts, so, but it is a, a pull system, so a lever. Alright. Uh, is everyone in? Yep. Right, I believe I'll, so. I'll start pulling up. No, it's, it's, like, it's, like, a, it's like a crank. You just pull oh, it once okay. and it goes. Yeah, so, okay. so uh, yeah. it's a rickety ride and it's slow, but uh, it it does the job. It gets you all the way up there. Um, so you, you, put, you open up the cage and you come across what well, looks to be, and if this doesn't bring all of you guys there, we're going to say fuck it. Um, it's, it's I hard. quit. <laughs> it's really difficult to do this in the middle of a session. There uh, we go. <laughs> but you come to, you come out of the lift here, and you hear a voice come say, Bravo, bravo, gentlemen. No one has ever made it this far before I can remember. It is rather unfortunate. Had I known we were having guests, I would have had Fletcher prepare us some light refreshments. And from from the bottom of this, so what this is, is like you're at kind of above, uh, kind of a split level sort of thing, let's call it. So you're at the top, and at the bottom, 
Someone comes into view and walks up the steps, and it's a, a short human man uh, with a mustache and a lab coat. And this is what you expect to be Dr. Lichtenstein. Uh, he is uh, light skin, light purple skinned, but uh, so it was more like elven, actually, but humanoid, I should say. Um, it says, however, dawn draws near, and as it would seem, your timing could not have been more perfect. I've warranted, I wanted to test out my new experiments for a while now. You unappreciative fools will make excellent test dummies. Fletcher, show our guest your most fabulously grotesque services. So out from another pillar comes a deep gurgling sound. You can be heard by all the party as a grotesque, large abomination of a creature waddles its way into view before jumping with extreme effort, smacking into the floor in front of you. So he winds up right here. He's a kind of a mixture concoction of different creatures. Parts of him are orc, part of them are elves, and basically run the gamut of all different types of creatures you've ever seen. And... Hello, uh, we are just here to talk about the woman outside. We'll be out of your hair. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, in in uh, the hands of Fletcher look to be two giant meat cleavers. And he doesn't seem like he's somebody that would listen to speech or be reasoned with. So at this point, you are going to roll initiative. Okay. Fifteen for me. Sixteen for Sonic. Fourteen for Sandra. Ten, Ten for Lugosi. Ten. Ten for Sir Miller as well. Okay. Mark has ten. Tom, what do you got? Fifteen. Fifteen. Jonathan? Sixteen. Sixteen. Dan? Ten. Jen? Fourteen. Fletcher has a seventeen... And then Lichtenstein, I gotta roll four. Ooh, that will help. Okay, so first up. Um, is Fletcher. So, you guys are there. Uh, so. I think Sonic, you guys are coming off the lift, so you'll be right there. For whatever reason, you guys, you're the only one that is on this page. Uh, I moved my character myself. Oh, okay, there you go. It should be like everybody should take their off off of the journal, right? Yes. I think you just drag your character. So, guys, oh, cool. if you go to the yep. newspaper thing, yep. yeah, you can do that and just place yourself in the lift. Are we still in the lift, or are we just out of it? You took a step out of the lift. Okay. So cool. yeah. Place yourselves there. There we go. My journal's not working. No journal for Jen. Sandra. My journal's not working. Right. It's like blank. It, that's okay. Well, as long as you're, if your like name is there, you can just pull it. It doesn't yeah. have to show your picture. Is it, yeah, she does. Oh, there oh, it is. There it is. It literally just popped up. There I am. 
you spoke Tom and it worked. Uh, spoke into everybody, existence. Is everybody there, Sir Ernest or Sir whatever your name? I I don't I honestly, <laughs> Mark, I don't get it. I don't get the the reference. Ernest Miller. Ernest the, the Cat, Cat Miller. Is a former wrestler. Okay. Nope. He was in WCW. Yeah. And he thought he was James Brown. Yep. Oh, I Go thought on. we were talking about the actor. No. Isn't it the same person? No. I don't know who, who Ernest. I don't know who actor is that Ernest Doug Miller, Miller is. or Dick Miller. Oh. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, which is why he's making cat jokes. Um, I just thought he was making cat jokes because he was a tabaxi. Yeah. That's <laughs> Breaking break it down. Good session. Look, God, look I, I know you two get it. This is really in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it immediately. <laughs> like, if you're not, if you're talking WCW, you're not talking Sting or Ric Flair. You're playing for a very specific audience. <laughs> I, I. I... I know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it for the wrong reason. I was like, oh, but, it's Dick Miller. So you didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it, yeah. He thought he got it. I thought yeah. I did. And I was I was content with thinking that. No. And I thought everyone else got it, too. I was like, oh, I All think right, he loves map. this. All right. So uh, Fletcher is first. And because of all this, and because you're making me learn new things about some guy, he's going to attack this cat person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. And he's going to take his uh, his meat cleavers and he's just going to take a swing at you. And that is a 15 to hit. A 15 does not hit. All right. And then that's he's going to take his other, his other uh, meat cleaver and swing it. Oh, that's not going to do worse. So he misses both times. Yeah, the cat day. is uh, a little more uh, dexterous than uh, he pretends to be. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fight or flight, uh, fight or flight syndrome right now. Okay. <laughs> so, next up is Jonathan, aka Sonic, who's ninety points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Always, he's he's good at figuring that out. Uh, it's your turn, John. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thinking about this. I guess I'm just going to use my bonus action to set my whip on fire. And then I will attack twice. Hmm. I want to move away, but... Oh, yes! Okay. I've got the mobile feet, which means that... um. Uh, Creatures I have attacked on my turn do not get attacks of opportunity when I move away from them. So, that's what I'm going to do. Bonus action to set my whip on fire, attack twice with the whip, and then um, I'm going to move away. Okay. So. Uh, first attack is 19, second is 11. Uh, first one hits. And then 18 damage. Okay. And I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight squares away. Okay. Uh, next up is rolled. Um, Tom. Drazar. 
going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. And then I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay. So 22 to hit. Hits. Eight piercing damage. And I guess since I'm doing piercing damage, I get six bonus damage. Is that right? Uh, that's your... That's just your rapier, right? Yeah. Okay, so he has damage resistance to piercing. Of course he does. That's a four. <laughs> so is the other guy, and I never really even factored it. So, and what's the extra damage? Uh, six. For so what? I guess three. It's piercing. I, I I don't really know how hunter's mark. Works. Oh, hunter's mark. So piercing damage. Yeah. So three. Okay. Is that all you do? Um. Yeah. That was bonus action and action. So. Well, actually, I'm going to move. Am I? Eh, I'm engaged, so I can't really move. Yeah, he All can right. attack you from there. I'm going to stay there then. Okay. Uh, next up is Sandra. Um, I am going to cast Bestow Curse on Ooh. this guy, so he has to make a Wisdom 14 save, or Ooh. um, let's see, while cursed at the start of every of his turns, he must make a wisdom throw, and if he fails, then he does nothing for his turn. Nice. Well, what's the save? 14. Okay. Well, he has a negative 4. Yes! I was hoping that was the case. <laughs> and he rolled a 13. Is that the 9? So what happens? So, um, at the start of all of his turns, he has to make another wisdom throw, and if he fails, he does absolutely nothing on his turn. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's going to be a quick one, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't making that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, oh, next and one. then, sorry, as a bonus action, can I just cast Healing Word on myself? Sure. Okay. And that is all. All right. Uh, Mark and Dan, what are your dexterities pluses? Uh, I have the plus three. Plus four. All right, Mark, go first. All right, so I have the same mobile feet as Sonic, so I'm going to take two attacks with my scimitar. Um... So first attack is uh, 12. I'm assuming that misses. Uh, just hits. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, so that is uh, six slashing damage. Uh, it's reduced to three. And then I'm going to... It's, a non -ma it's non magical, right? It, right? Yeah. Yeah. Second swing is uh, 21. Hits. Uh, seven points of slashing damage. Four. And I'm going to move and prop up in this corner here. I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's like a half wall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like pillars, actually. Yeah. So they, they're vertical more than they are horizontal. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to post up against one. Okay. Not really looking for cover, kind of just hiding. <laughs> okay. um, and sort of doing the, uh, you know, uh, like... Sure. Um, what's it called? Was that yeah, wrestler it, like super fat or something? No, 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 no. I'm hyperventilating. I'm sort of. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sort of thing. Yeah. Super. Yeah, um, I just saw like the, the the his like gimmick was like he was so fat that when he yeah. did a move, he'd have to take no, a second on the turnbuckle. He's a scared heel. 
Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So um, I'm here, and I'm going to use my bonus action to um, uh, put my echo um, on the other side of Lichtenstein here, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that Sonic would have advantage on his next thing. So I'll sort of, he's sort of like right here. So do these. Yeah, so you guys see the um, the shadowy um, outline of myself there. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Uh, I think... Uh... Uh, Lugosi, your turn. Okay. Bonus action. I'm going to invoke Crimson Rite on myself. So I'm going to invoke the Rite of Flame on my mace. Sorry. I just, I take the mace and I scratch myself using the, the Blood Maledict. So that is 1d6 damage to myself. That's minus 2. Alright. You're so like a cleric's worst nightmare. <laughs> well, that's why I'm happy that I have you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my, my mace bursts into flame, and then I'm going to use my action to strike with the mace. Oh, that's pretty good. 16? That hits. Nice. Alright. This is a magical weapon, right, too? It is a magical weapon, yes. Okay. So that's 1d6 plus 2 plus an extra 1d6. So that's 4. Eight points of damage. That's total. Total, yep. And with my... I just had it up. Hold on. With my Righteous Brand or whatever it is, uh, my Rite of Flame, I am going to invoke Brand of cast Castigation. Whenever you damage a creature with your Crimson Rite feature, you can choose to sear an arcane brand of Hemocraft magic into it. You always know the direction to the branded creature, and each time the branded creature deals damage to you or a creature you can see within five feet of you, the creature suffers one point of psychic damage. Okay, you'll have to remind me about that. I will do my best. <laughs> and you know what? For the hell of it, for the hell of it, I'm going to use a charge of my Mace of Terror. Why the hell not? Uh, this magic weapon has three charges. While holding it, you can use an action... Oh, I already used my action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I'm not going to do that. But now you know I have a Mace of Terror. And I kind of just like... You hold it up and you're like, next time. A Mace of Terror? Oh, shit. God. <laughs> I just, just broke everything, broke everything on the desk. <laughs> All right. So it's Lichtenstein's turn. And Lichtenstein sees this giant hedgehog come towards him. He reaches into his coat and pulls out some sort of vial. And he throws it and lands right in... Uh, the, the feet of this hedgehog and the hedgehog gets just covered head to toe can't see anything uh, outside of this yellow smoke which is Lichtenstein's yellow transmogrify potion so this the target is transformed temporarily into a chicken until the end oh. of their next turn they retain their stats but can only make chicken actions such as clucking and pecking nice so Sonic for <laughs> I checked to see if there was any sort of DC. There is not. This automatically happens. <laughs> so it's only you for you. So fast. after your next round, it, it goes away. 
I like the noise he made. <laughs> can chickens growl? Yeah, hell yeah, they can. I mean, they can do whatever they want, really, let's be honest. <laughs> chickens and are that's, assholes. That's his turn. Oh my god, it's a making noise. <laughs> Game ball dog. Yeah. His tail is hitting well, the Well, because ground. Jen burst into laughter, <laughs> and that, that caused him to get excited. Get excited. Yeah. Oh, it's time to play. <laughs> um, okay, so it's uh, Fletcher's turn, and he has to make a wisdom save, right? Jen? Jen. Oh, sorry, yes. Uh, 14. 14. Oh, that's a natural one. Yes. So we don't do shit. Uh, next is... Uh, Jonathan. You can cluck or you can peck. <laughs> <laughs> you can cluck or peck. Yeah, I guess. Are you muted? No, I'm think. I'm just thinking. Sorry. Okay. Um, so <laughs> deep in chicken thought. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to, what I want to do is um, use my bonus action to shift um, the thing that makes me more hedgehog-like, which makes me even faster. Um, and is that okay, since it's not like taking action with stuff? I'm just having... They retain their stats, but it can only make chicken actions, <laughs> such as clucking and pecking. So how do you interpret that? Um... Can a chicken do what you're trying to do? Uh, sure, whatever. I guess I'll just... <laughs> you can flutter a little bit off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, how far am I away from the... You can lay an egg. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll just uh, hide behind this table and peck at the ground. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Fl uh, Lichtenstein does not have any sort of uh, attacks other than throwing potions, so I'm going to say he doesn't have opportunity attacks. So you can do Wait, that. Is that is that him right next to me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to move next to him. Um, oh. <laughs> well, whatever. I So if I had known that was a person, I would have just been one square away. But it doesn't matter. Uh, it wouldn't um, have mattered. He, he would have yeah, been able yeah. to hit you from there anyway. So, yeah, okay. that's fine. So, so okay. uh, you flutter away and... Uh, you start to get all your senses back, and now you're you're back to regular old Sonic. Yep. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Drazar. Okay. I am going to use my Dagger of Venom. Is that a magical item? Yes. Yeah, that did not work. That was that, a nine to is, hit. You go to swing, stab him with the dagger of venom, and he kind of slaps your hand away. Because he's not very dexterous, so that's really all he could do. <laughs> <laughs> he can't exactly dodge. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much all I got. That's it? All right, who's next? I believe that is uh, Jen, Sandra. Uh, I am going to cast Guiding Bolt on the monster. Okay. I think it's just a rolled hit. Yep. 15. 15 hits. Yes. Okay. 
23 points of damage. Specifically, Ooh. I believe it's radiant damage that matters. Okay. Nope. Okay. But now the target is glittering as well. Okay. It's very pretty. Does so that mean someone gets advantage on their next attack? Oh, yes. Like um, yep. The next attack rolled made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage, thanks to his glittering light upon him. Okay. I believe it is now uh, Sir Ernest Miller. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm going to, um, you know, uh, lean up against the post, take a deep breath and point my um, uh, crossbow um, at uh, the doctor here. Mm. Take uh, one shot with that. Uh, that is uh, 20 to hit. That hits. And it's 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to do my second attack from the Echo, and he's going to hit with the Scimitar. Uh, 22. Hits. Yep. And uh, that's 8 points of slashing damage. All right, so it's uh, double teamed on this one, and blood starts uh, spitting out of his mouth a little bit. Um, he's uh, he's not exactly used to melee combat, let's say. Um, and then it is Lugosi. I didn't miss anybody, right? I don't believe so. Right? Yeah, I don't think so. All right, uh, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two attacks. With the, so I'm going to use one action to burn a, uh, a charge of the Mace of Terror into, was it Fletcher? Fletcher, yep. Yeah. So Fletcher has to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of me for one minute. Uh, that doesn't, he rolled a 12, so that's an 8. So what does that mean? So he's frightened of, of me. He needs to... The only thing he can do during his turn is trying to move as far away from me as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. It can't take reactions. For its action, it can only use the dash action to try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. Okay. At the end of each turn, at the end of each of its turn, a creature can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect. Alright, so he's got to make two saving throws on his turns. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one action for my other action. I'm just going to hit him with the mace. Okay. Nine. Oh, and you get advantage, remember? Oh, do I get advantage? Yeah. Alright, so let yeah. do it again. Oh, even better, natural one. Oh, okay. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. But he's afraid of me. Mm -hmm. All that matters. Yep. Yep. That's what you know. It's the little things. How many um, how many rounds is a minute in D and D again? Ten, I think. Ten. Okay, so my my curse lasts for ten rounds. Just letting you know. Okay. Good to know. Yes. Okay. So uh, Lichtenstein goes next, and he's gonna go over to. Right around the bottom of these steps. Does he? Does your shadow get a? Uh... Yes, attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Yes. All right. So take um, that. Okay, with the scimitar. Uh, Eighteen. Hits. 
Uh, eight points of slashing damage. Okay. So he is pretty bad, but he's going to take this opportunity to toss another vial at you. I can't, I can't move him because I didn't set it right. But uh, crashes at your feet, and a black smoke comes over you. And now the target is surrounded by a magical darkness that lasts until the end of their next turn. During this time, the target has difficulty seeing and must make attacks at a disadvantage. All right. Okay, that's that's at Sonic, right? Not my Echo. No, 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 at you. Oh, at, at yep. my character up here or the Echo? Yes. Uh, I said I couldn't move him because I didn't set it up right, so. Okay. Assume that he's right here. Okay. The, no like, so you're at the top of this kind of... Um, uh, Got it raised area. All right, so next is Fletcher, and he just has to make wisdom save throws. <laughs> when Shinsign's moves that way, he's moving out of my threatened area, so I get a attack opportunity. All right, do it. As a chicken or as a person? <laughs> back to being a... As Sonic. Back to being a hedgehog. So, 17 to hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 20 damage. Okay. Damn. He's looking bad. Damn, he's got a lot of hit points. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Fletcher. Yeah. yeah, Fletcher has yeah. more. Lichtenstein, not so much. Uh, so, well, let's see. Um, that's a four. And that's a twelve. So, and uh, both uh, he's both frightened and... Uh, is it the only thing he could do is move out? So is he allowed to move Sandra's character? What did you do to him again? Is he allowed to move? Yes, but he has to move away from me. No, no, no. Uh, what oh, okay. Jen um, did to him. He just wastes his action during that turn doing nothing. Okay. So he can't. So. I guess he maybe he can do bonus actions. Well, he could do his movement. Or movements, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just can't take so an action So he's going to go this us. way, and I guess all three of you have uh, attacks yeah. opportunity. <laughs> That's just an unarmed strike, right? That's or... whatever you got. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. I feel like it's weapons. You have to attack with a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that, that's what I meant to ask. Yeah, you're not you're not a warcaster or whatever that's called. Reapers. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a dagger at him because you know. I rolled a twenty-one. Sixteen. Uh, both hit. Uh, I think, uh, Tom, you also got one. Oh, nice. I will act with my rage here. That does not hit. Okay. Nine points of damage from my dagger. Four okay. points from the mace. Is that a regular dagger? Yep. Okay, so that's five. Uh, and your mace, is it magical? It is, yes. And how much? Four points of damage. Points. Okay. All right. Well, he's looking bu- bloody. But he's still standing. Um, Jonathan, you're up. All right, so I'm going to go after Lichtenstein. So okay. I'm moving up uh, two squares or whatever to get next to him. Um, yeah, he's he's like technically right here, but let's say you're... Yeah, you're yeah that's why I moved myself two squares towards that. So I'm still 10 feet away. Um, I will go ahead and use my bonus action. No, I guess not. I want to shift, but I don't need to do that right now. And I think you're overthinking so it on this one, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So I'll just go ahead and attack twice. Uh, Lichtenstein. So you get advantage. Oh no, never mind. You're not. Never mind. Not the monster. Oh, I guess actually I could move so that I have um, so that I'm flanking. Well, um, maybe not. No, I'm no. gonna say because it's a raised, it's a raised area that uh, yeah, that's fine. That, that sir, whatever is on. So it was 16 <laughs> and 17. Uh, they both hit. Cool. Um, so first one. First one is 18 damage. Uh, what does that look like? <laughs> nice. Um, the I say, um, how dare you turn me into a chicken, you chicken? <laughs> smack him with the whip. He bursts and he goes ah and bursts into flames and ah. <laughs> yeah. So then I guess my second attack is against um, Fletcher because he's also within range of me. Um, if you disagree, then I can also like do my move no, right, for it. Right, second right. attack. Okay, was... so it was a sixteen to hit. Ah, uh, that hits. Fourteen damage. Uh, it's a magical weapon, right? Yes. You get advantage against him. Uh, did somebody already take a, an action on, on him? I thought. Oh, is it only one? Yeah, it's just. Mm -hmm. I, it was just the next attack against that person. Got it. Oh yeah, you're right. My bad. So Fourteen points. Yeah. Oops. Yep. Okay. Next is um, Drazar. Okay. So, uh, so as Lichtenstein is dead. Okay. So. All right. So I have a spell, and it it's called Thunderclap. It says you create bursts of thunderous sound that can be heard up to hundred feet away. Can I? Set it so that only uh, Fletcher will be in that zone, or is only you? Well, uh, so what is it? It's it's a thunderclap. It can be heard up to 100 feet away. Each creature within range, other than you, must succeed in a Constitution saving throw. It's not that it hits everything within 100 feet. It's it's got a range of like five or ten feet or something like that on the spell, but it's just that it's very loud. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I will move up to five feet away and do that. I'm going to use the spell Thunderclap on Fletcher. And he needs to do a con save of 12. Okay. Uh, just makes it. All right. So that's no damage then. No damage at all? All right, uh, Sandra is next. Um, I am going to cast Sacred Flame on him. Right. What's his name again? The monster? Fletcher. 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 Okay, so he needs to make a Dex 14 save, or he'll take radiant damage. Okay. It's a natural 16. It was Dex, you said? Yes. So that's a 15. Oh, he just saved. So nothing, uh, happens. nothing happens. Nope. Alrighty. I believe it is uh it is the tabaxi. Okay. Um so I'm gonna first move uh back here. 
Um, so I'm still within 30 feet of my Echo. Um, and I'm going to take uh, all both attacks from the Echo, since technically the Echo is not blind, and I can take um, attacks from my Echo. So they will not be at disadvantage. Um, uh, so it's 21 to hit. Hits. Damage. Come on. I'm just gonna go into the thing and roll the damage. Uh, so that's ten damage. Uh, halved. Right. It is a magical weapon, my crossbow. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Then 12, I'm assuming the second one misses. It just hits. Okay. Oh, so let's see if it works this time. Yep, this time it works. Seven piercing. Okay. So he is looking bad. He's he's down on one knee, and he's bleeding out his mouth like crazy. But he is still barely holding on. All right. Uh, Lugosi. Alright, I will use my movement to get up to Fletcher. And I'm going to take two attacks with the Mace of Terror. Okay. Uh, 17. Hits. Nice. I'm just going to roll both attacks, see if they hit. Okay. And that is 19. Both hit. Give me the damage on the first one. Alright. Four points of damage on the first one. What does that look like? Oh, oh yay! Oh, finally. Uh, Alright, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I'm gonna take the mace, bash him over the head a few times, and just keep bashing at him. Just bathing in the blood that's spurting up. Okay. Lovely. Maybe rub a little bit all over my face. Is <laughs> anyone thinking he's enjoying this too much? <laughs> no, nope. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. All right, almost so... like you have to pull me away from doing it. <laughs> All right, so Fletcher kind of takes one last spurt of blood out of his mouth as he comes down with his mace and just kind of crashes. <laughs> As he falls and hits the ground, you feel it shake just a little bit. But uh, he is now dead. Yay. Both are D-E-D. D-E-D dead. So, um, as Fletcher's body finally comes to rest, he explodes outwards, dropping a bunch of candy corn pieces all (laughs) over the room. I go around picking up the candy corn. (laughs) The stuff gets stuck in my beak. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Don't eat it. That's money. Uh, sixty candy corn pieces, to be exact. It's so tasty, though. Weird. All right, so uh, I'll take a look around. Is there a desk? Uh, yeah. There's a there's an alchemist desk of sorts. You okay. can take a investigation check. Yeah, sure. I would like to investigate the room as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm just investigating the desk. Okay. <laughs> I finally rolled something decent. I got a 22. I rolled a 19. All right, so uh, you have uh, 
You see a couple more of those potion sort of things that you noticed that he was throwing. Specifically, you're going to find two of them. Yeah, I'm going to pocket those bad boys. One is a vial that looks green. Um, and then other is another one of those black vials. And that's what he threw in the battle? That's what he threw at uh, Sonic Miller. So he threw at Miller. All right. Uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll let them know. I, I have two vials. One green, one black. Which one turned him into a chicken? The black one. Can I have it? You may. Thank you. Um, do a intelligence check, check on that one. Me? Okay. Yep. I am super smart. Thirteen. Uh, you think you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am one hundred percent right on this. Great, um, thank so, you. so Drazar, you you search kind of some more quarters of another table there, and you you find a few more candy corn pieces, eighty, and they're in a in a pouch. So you have eighty more candy corn pieces. Um, and you found a set of keys. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever could those be for? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and that's more or less what you find. Uh, you know, there's not, not much else there. Uh, there is a alchemist desk where you can surely try to concoct some of those potions, but those are the only two that you had found. I do not suggest trying to cr- create more. <laughs> Uh, actually, what did you roll, Tom? 23. Okay, you also so far, find... 22. 22. You also find Lick's Monster Manual, and I will read off what that is. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Uh, Monster. This special tome has a chance to be found on the corpse of Lord Lichtenstein. It contains lots of rough diagrams and sketches of abominable experiments. This book can be used to find out what Lichtenstein learned about many of the monsters in the universe, their strengths, and their weaknesses. So there you go. Awesome. Yes. I'd and like that book. <laughs> It'll so... help my monster slaying. <laughs> So you guys have now defeated Lord Lichtenstein. You have found the keys that you believe will release Eve. And at that point, we are going to take a break. Nice. Alrighty, guys. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more Or you epic. could tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey, everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A from Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, but brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks.